Hello and welcome back to the Why Never To podcast. It's been a short while. I have been stuck with lots of work for other endeavors. So that sort of put a hold on recording episode number three of this here podcast. That being said, if you've listened before, welcome back. And if you're new, welcome to the Why Never To podcast, an episodic outlet to share my thoughts, experiences, views, and all on a variety of subjects. Previous podcasts included topics such as podcasting itself, design, and why never to go into media. All these are still available all at your favorite streaming services, amongst which Spotify, Apple Music, and more if you want to check them out. Make sure you let me know what you think. Now that's settled, let's start the show. This is Why Never To Be Authentic. As some of you may know, I am currently unemployed, looking to find a job with a new company. That means I get hundreds of job openings in my mailbox and on social media a day, having subscribed to every last newsletter and so on. During the time I have been looking for employment, I have come across every last cliche in the book you can conjure up when it comes down to text and those pesky trend words. Sales tigers galore all over the place. Now, I don't like trends. Not one bit. I have always valued creativity and originality above all, a small tidbit I think I have taken from my time as a punk rock kid. DIY, or do-it-yourself, is the mentality that punk rock holds quite high and it breeds a certain amount of uniqueness, versatility, and most of all, authenticity. That's the keyword right there, authenticity. The Cambridge English Dictionary states that authenticity and I quote, is the quality of being real or true. So basically the opposite of being counterfeit, fake or reproduced. I always highly valued authenticity for my own person, trying to not be swayed into creating, thinking or even being something I have not thoroughly figured out myself. But is full authenticity even achievable? Well, that answer is short. No. Everyone, from the baker on the corner to Madonna and her abysmal career choices, everyone is influenced in some way or another. Culture, religion, class, health, everything has impact on how you perceive yourself. So why try to be authentic? As the old saying goes, the devil is in the details. The human psyche is a fascinating one and definitely a subject I love to talk about but there's always been a massive paradox that has gripped my attention more than anything else. We all desire to be unique. We express ourselves through fashion, communication, a hundred million different ways to show we are not like the rest. In the meantime, however, it's a natural desire to want to belong, from a mental health and physical standpoint, to make survival more likely, barking back to the days that we were all just silly cavemen and women picking our noses by an open fire. To me, however, there has been a shift in the general consensus. Critical thinking is a bit of a hobby of mine, as you might have picked up on in the Why Never Do podcast, and I have found that society in 2021 has come across a bit of a catch-22. We all desire to be different, often for financial benefit, standing out in the crowd, and thus making more impact in getting talked about for those oh-so-important 15 minutes of fame. On the flip side, especially in a financial situation, you don't want to give your potential client the impression that you aren't trustworthy of giving a set amount of money to. And that ties in neatly to what I started this podcast with. 
work. I have been in the creative business for a while now. A number of years I have worked with the best of the best, the hippest of the hip, and most creative minds in our industry, I think. The design industry is also widely accepted to be a bit quirky. Google having weird conference rooms with ball pits in them and all that, and having to take a water slide to go to the toilet. I don't know, funny stuff. So you'd expect that personal authenticity would be rejoiced in the world of design, marketing and sales. Sure, to a certain extent it's appreciated, but I have noticed that, ironically enough, the design world is the most conservative of all fields to find occupation in. Here's why. As a company, you take years and years to build a specific brand identity. This goes further than just a cool looking logo and a color scheme too. It's more about the internal workings of the crew, management and public image. All in their own subtle way, laying out the philosophy the team is supposed to represent. So internal relationships, even when pure platonic and professional, are at the base of what a company represents. If we look at creative agencies, for example, you could say they all do the same thing, creating work for clients that is completely interchangeable when it comes down to the actual end product. Still though, they have a reputation to uphold. I had an interview with an agency in Rotterdam a short while back that I really wanted to work for. I sent in a resume, uh, neatly packed and sealed, so it would be stand out and send it over snail mail. It landed me a lovely conversation with a group of people. Uh, the owner, who I will call D, uh, a sales guy, who I will call F, and another colleague of them who isn't of value for this podcast right now. It was a lovely talk. I could identify with their methods, thought I had enough skill and I had shown my creativity in both how I applied and on my online portfolio. I am proud of my versatility and thought there was a connection from both sides when we finally ended the online meeting. One of the last things I heard was that they wanted me to do a test project, so I waited for a briefing. Never came though. Unfortunately, because three or four days later, I got a phone call from F telling me they changed their mind and that they figured I lacked seniority, whatever the hell that may be. It got me thinking though. I was sure that I would fit the team, even being familiar with someone who worked there already, and my versatility would be a great benefit to help them grow as a company. In the end, I think I was too much of my own man. This isn't an isolated incident either. A lot of the interviews I had over the years ended up the same way, often not even in such a friendly manner. Honestly, how the bleep can people get away with not even communicating why you weren't hired? It's rude as hell and really gets on my tits. But I digress. I could have easily decided years ago to just do what everyone else does. Following design trends, music trends, whatever. Just get in line and follow the creative industry in all its glory. I never wanted to, and never will, mind you. Creativity and uniqueness should be celebrated if you ask me. When everyone draws up the same picture of a pink flamingo and you decide to just tag along, you're not authentic or creative. You're just another corporate sellout, valuing money over game-changing design. And that's where it really hit me. 
the vast majority of creative fields have this very problem. But it reaches out over more than just working in a creative industry. One of my favorite YouTubers, writers, and generally ghoul people, Lindsay Ellis, once talked about the 30-year cycle in movies. The movies from the 80s referenced the nostalgic feeling for the 50s. The current movie climate talks lovingly about the horrible, fluorescent-filled vomit of the 90s and so on. To be a trendsetter is not to be outdone. You simply have to catch on earlier. And society these days loves getting spoon-fed and told what to do as well. God forbid that you have to think about lyrics in music anymore. Why decide which sweater to buy if Caitlyn goddamn Jenner tells you which one to buy? So, yeah. Though the need for authenticity is higher than ever, the internet culture as well as complacency and apathy towards creativity has sung the boat so hard we're all struggling, even the ones who weren't even invited to join in the first place. I'd love to raise a fist and try to resurrect counterculture and aforementioned DIY and punk rock etiquette, but I think I will prove fruitless in the end anyway. Call me a cynic. So now for the question at hand. Is there still a need for authenticity? Mm, yes and no. Authenticity, even when the impact isn't so great anymore, will always be an inspiration in some form or another. Whether it's you doing something relatively new and unique, or whether it's thinking out loud, recording a podcast, and just cynically spewing your opinion over an unexpected, though absolutely lovely audience. It's always going to cause some sort of impact, minor or major. It's always making a change. I do think, however, it's slowly turning into a martyr role. Like how Van Gogh died a poor man and was only recognized for his brilliance years after his demise. So will today's game changers. I'm not sure if that's a task everyone is willing to take upon. Finally, I would like to end on a quote by one of the greatest lyricists of all time, if you ask me, um, British rapper and actor Scroobius Pip. In the collaboration track with Dan Lassac called The Beat That My Heart Skipped, he says the following. I ain't gonna take it no more. I ain't gonna take it no more. I ain't gonna stand idly by while the bridal reply of a marriage of styles is, yeah, but what's their demographic? I ain't gonna take it no more. I ain't gonna take it no more. I ain't gonna stand idly by with a tutting a sigh while inside we all cry out for something new. I ain't gonna take it no more. I ain't gonna take it no more. Soulless music, artless lyrics, goalless movements, heartless gimmicks, control and clueless careers lost in a minute. If this is the big life, when well, I ain't looking to live it. We ain't pushing boundaries, we're blowing them up. We ain't trying to expand the scene, we want the scene to erupt. So make some room on the floor and somebody bolt the doors, cause tonight we ain't seeking applause. Tonight, well, gee. Just want to have some good new fashion fun, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Do you agree? Make sure you get in touch. This was the third episode of the Wine Never Two podcast. Subscribe and stay notified to keep up to date with future installments and make sure you check back for more. For now, be safe. Talk to you soon.